Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Welcome along to the podcast, 88-time cap South African international and, of course, World Cup winner, Rion Pinar, now back at home playing rugby for the Cheetahs. Rion, it's a pleasure to have you on. How are you keeping? Yeah, good. Thank you. Nice to chat to you. Um, yeah, we're all good. Yeah. Um, yeah, still enjoying our time in South Africa with the family and um, obviously great to have the Lions in, in the country as well over here. So, um, But we do miss Belfast. We... Obviously, I have a lot of fond memories from Belfast, but um, yeah, otherwise, all good, yeah. Brilliant. You mentioned there the Lions. What did you make of the first test? Probably not the result you wanted, but the intensity was brilliant, wasn't it? It was, yeah. I think you've got to take your hats off to South Africa as well, who hasn't played a, a test rugby for such a long time. Now, obviously, to compete and to compete well against... Uh, against a very good Lions team. I thought it was probably a, a game of two halves where South Africa controlled things in that first half and and would have gone into the change rooms quite uh, confident. And then, uh, yeah, the Lions managed to turn it around and had an outstanding second half and probably beat South Africa in their own game with the way they kicked really accurately and their defence was was very good. So, um, yeah, looking forward to, to Saturday again. So, um, yeah, should be a good battle again. Were you surprised about the poor discipline from South Africa in that second half, Rion? Um, yeah, probably. I think that's something they pride themselves on. I don't think we've seen that from this team for, you know, for a long time. They're normally quite disciplined. And obviously with the, the quality of kickers with Bigger and Farrell that's, uh, you know, in, in the Lions team, you're always going to find yourself in trouble. But yeah, I just thought the, the Lions upped the intensity as well in that in that second half and probably led to South Africa being a little bit uh, ill-disciplined. So you've got to take your hats off to the Lions as well. But um, yeah, I think the second test will be a, a great game. I think it will be more or less than what we saw 12 years ago in Pretoria. An incredibly physical game. I think the, the box will be fired up to to get uh, one back, uh, you know, over, over the Lions again and hopefully take it to the last test, which will make it really interesting. The problem, I suppose, for a Lions fan, when South Africa tend to lose like they did in the first game in the World Cup against New yeah. Zealand, they went on to win the World Cup. So they are going to really be hurting and they're going to really be up for the second test, aren't they? Yeah, no, definitely. That's why I said I think we're going to see a little bit more of what we saw in 09 where, you know, it was really physical. I think the, the Lions know what to expect. Um, and I think they've, they've picked a, a team that, that will be able to do I think match it uh, maybe, but um, yeah, I think they'll be fired up. I think they'll be usually disappointed with their first result. Obviously, a home series against the Lions, um, you want to get off to a good start. And unfortunately, they 
they uh, didn't get the win. So, um, yeah, I'm, I'm really excited to see what's going to happen. So, obviously, a few changes in the Lions team as well, um, which, um, yeah, Gatlin, I think, will do the job for them. But, um, yeah, I think the, the South African team's got a lot of experience. They've been in situations like this before. So, I think um, they'll be ready for Saturday. And Faf and Hondre, contender at 9 and 10, how highly do you rate them? Are they just they so good when they work together? It's just more games are needed. Yeah, definitely. Uh, that's why I said in the beginning, you've got to take your hats off to to uh, South Africa. I haven't played Test rugby for such a long time and to compete with a really good Lions team. I think you've got to give them a little bit of credit, although they didn't get the result. But yeah, those two will be vital. Um, you're not going to see um, you know fancy a lot of fancy plays or fancy tricks from the, from the box. They're a physical team and they rely a lot on their defence and accurate kicking game. And that's probably an area where they um, weren't that good in the second half, um, where the Lions, you know, got a bit of a foothold in the game. So those two will be, again, be vitally important, um, you know, to be accurate with the kicking game, to steer the South African team around the park and, and to play in the right area. So, yeah, as you said, now they'll be vital. From the outside, it always looks... You know, why, why can't Cheslin get the ball? <laughs> Is it a lot easier said than done when you're on the pitch, Rion? Yeah, I think so. Obviously, as a South African rugby fan, you'd love to see him have the ball a little bit more. Um, I think uh, rugby fans all over the world will get excited when he gets the ball because he's so magical on his feet. Um, he always creates something out of nothing. So he's an X-Factor player that we've got in. I think, unfortunately, South Africa has never been a team that's played that's played really expansive um, rugby, and I don't see that changing in in this game again. But um, I think you know he is such a player. When he gets involved, he'll always have an impact. Unfortunately, sometimes in a game it just goes that way where you don't really get that much involvement. And I think the first test was like that. But um, yeah, let's hope we see a little bit more from Cheslin in the second test and. Um, see him with a bit of space as well. So um, he's just a brilliant player um, and in, in great form. So it will be great to see a bit more from him. Yeah, he is a brilliant player, as you say. Is it difficult sometime when, sometimes, Rian, when you're playing in that game plan? It's so structured. And you as a halfback or a fly half, wherever you play for South Africa, that you are, you know, setting your ways? Or do you have room to move yeah. it wide if you can? Are you given that freedom? Um. I think it can get a, bit, a little bit frustrating. I think South Africa, um, they were criticised in the World Cup the way they played because it was a kicking game. It was defensively um, run. You know, they put teams un, under pressure defensively. And I think um, in the World Cup when they, I think everyone thought in the final they played a little bit more of an expansive game. But I think they they did their game or played their game plan so well and executed it so well that where there were stages where they could maybe move it a little bit. So, um, and I think just their game plan, they they just squeezed England to a place where they didn't feel comfortable and that opened up a little bit space. And I think everyone thinks South Africa played a different game plan in the final, which they didn't. So um, I think they, like I said earlier, I think they do rely on the kicking game, their defensive structures to put teams under pressure. And I think when they do get in the right areas, you see a little bit more variation in their attack. But um, no, I, th I think it's all about putting teams under pressure, uh, squeezing them till they till they can't take it anymore. So I don't think they'll change much for this weekend. And Jasper Visa comes in at number eight. Obviously, 
had a good season with Leicester. Obviously, you guys yeah. missed Dwayne Vermeulen, but how big an impact can he yeah. have? I played, uh, I arrived at the Cheetahs and Jasper uh, played with me here and um, I was really sad to see him leave for Leicester because he's a really talented player. He's got a huge engine on him. He carries ball all day. He's aggressive in everything he does. So I'm really excited to see to see him going. I don't think Quaja had a, a bad game, but, um, but I think South Africa, like I said, I think they're just going to try and be brutally aggressive this weekend and I think Jasper fits that mold perfectly so um, so he's a really talented player I think he deserves his spot and um, I'm really excited to see how he goes and is there anyone else this weekend that think you think will deliver a big big performance that was maybe a bit quieter in the first test um, I think probably set piece wise I think uh, Kutsov will have a big job big job to do um, I think they front five um, maybe would have felt a little bit disappointed with their performances. So I think, I think they'll they'll want to put in a good performance. And I think they'll look at someone like Eben Etzebeth to really be aggressive, be in their faces to try and annoy the the Lions a little bit. So I think he's similar to a Bucky's Buerta mold, and he had that job twelve years ago when we played them. So um, so I think Eben will will definitely be a factor. I think, um, you know, that's in his DNA. That's the way he plays the game. And I think they'll definitely look for him in the front five to to try and do that. Um, but yeah, again, like you said, Faf, um, Vali, LaRue and, and and Andre Pollard at the back, then I think those those three will be the guys that's going to dictate where South Africa play the game and how they play it. And hopefully they'll be able to execute the plan well. And the so-called South African bomb squad, they're going to be hurting, aren't they, Ryan? after that second half performance last week? Yeah, definitely. I think um, they've sort of built, uh, you know, quite a big reputation in, in finishing mm. the games off. And I think it's it's great for a coach to have something like that. So, um, yeah, I think they'll be really excited to to get going. Um, I think they've gone for a, a 6-2 split, which yeah. Um, yeah, is interesting as well. I think they'll, they'll want the force to... Go flat out for 40, 50 minutes and then put the bomb squad on and hopefully have the same impact that then they did in the World Cup. And a word on Razi Erasmus. He's obviously making all the headlines and social media, Twitter. There was another video released today. What were your dealings like with him and what type of character is he really? Um, I think he's really smart in the way he does things. So um, I think a lot of this will be to take a bit of pressure of the players as well. I think it's been a tough week for the players. You only get this opportunity every 12 years and to obviously lose the first test, which a lot of pressure on the players and will be massively disappointing. But um, I think it might be a bit of a ploy to take a bit of the pressure of the players and put the spotlight on him. Um, so, yeah, I think it, it's yeah become quite funny and interesting to see the way the two coaches go go at it off, off the field and in the press. But, um, yeah, I think there is a bit of method in the madness. Um, but, yeah, he's an interesting character. I think he knows what he's doing, obviously. And, um, yeah, so it's it's yeah, pretty amusing at the moment. I can tell you're enjoying it by the smile on your face. What as If you're in that camp as a player, you obviously do know what's going on. People are WhatsApping you. Is it Does it take the distraction off you or do you find it funny and just concentrate in your own game? No, I think the players will find it a little bit funny as well. I think you've got to see the lighter side of things. I think 
Um, you know, Warren Gatlin's also come out and said a few things, and in the past as well. I think he's sort of we know every time we played Wales in in Cardiff, he always had a little bit of a bite at the Springboks in in the press. So, so I think he also has that side of him to to try and take a bit of pressure of the players and stuff. So now I think you find it a bit funny as well. So. Um, yeah, although there is a little bit more pressure on the South African team this week, um, I think they'll do. They'll they will see the lighter side of things um, with all the tweets and stuff going on in, in the press at the moment. And do you think South Africa will come out on top on Saturday and make it a final decider there in a couple of weeks' time? Listen, I do hope so. I think we've wait, waited for this so long and I'm so sad that there's no fans in the stadiums because, I mean, that makes it incredible, the, the amount of people coming over from abroad to support the Lions. Uh, it's incredible, um, serious to be a part of. So you sort of do feel for the players-wise, um, but it will be incredible if it can go down to the, to the last test. Um, I do think South Africa has got what it takes. I think if they can stamp their authority on the game early on, be really physical um, and a little bit more accurate and disciplined in what they're trying to achieve. Um, there's no reason why they can't. But in saying that, this is a really good Lions team. They've, uh, you know, they lost the, the first test in New Zealand four years ago quite convincingly and came back to win the test in Wellington. And a lot of those players are in the squad at the moment. So I think they'll be quietly confident going into this one as well. So, yeah, I think we're in for a really good test match on Saturday. Yeah, it's going to be really interesting, isn't it? If we take it back to 12 years ago, Ryan, a series you won and played a pivotal role in, what are your memories from 2009? How much did you enjoy that series? You played 10 there for the first two tests, am I correct? Yes, yes, yeah. Um, like I said, now it's an incredible experience. Just the whole build-up for, for a year before the series even starts is this, this massive build-up and expectation of what is coming and you can't really prepare yourself for it. I remember running out in the first test in Durban, you're expecting a sea of green and it was the opposite. It was just red jerseys wherever you looked. Um, so many Lions fans in South Africa and they really bring something special to, you know, to those test matches and just the whole vibe around it. So, um, yeah, I think that's why I'm so sad that the, the players, you know, this year can't, can't experience that. But yeah, obviously really nervous. Um, there's a lot at stake. I think apart from the World Cup, this is the pinnacle of of your career to be involved in a in a series like this. So um, yeah, obviously a lot of nerves, a lot of um, yeah things going in your head, um, especially that first test. But um, yeah, grateful that I could experience something like this, and um, I'm sure that the players this year as well will really enjoy it. They have fun memories and. Um, yeah, it's just an incredible, incredible thing to be a part of. What about the second test in Pretoria? Mornay got that kick. Where were you? Were you just on the bench, hands, hands in the head? Yeah. How did you react? Yeah, I was still a little bit um, um, disappointed with my performance. I missed quite a few kicks on the day, which um, I guess if I kicked them over, maybe we wouldn't have the finish that we did. So it all worked out well in the end. Um, yeah, obviously a, a bizarre finish, Ronan Nagara taking Furi out, um, uh, you know, in the air, and then just that the wait for Mornay to kick the ball. Uh, it's, it's, yeah, just, I think, a fairy tale ending to, to that game, really. Um, yeah, it was just, like I said, probably the most physical test match a lot of us have been involved in. Um, so, yeah, obviously great, great memories, fond memories, and, uh, yeah, it was, was just special to be a part of it.
millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. And a word on Mornay and France that are still involved in the squad now. It's very, very mm. impressive, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, I think for France, he, he was always going to be still young enough. Um you know, to be involved in the second series. And um, the question was always, was he going to be good enough to still be involved? And he absolutely is. Um, I, I do hope that we can still see him involved. And I think Mornay, um, he just looks after himself really well. He's hardly injured. He's still the same player today than what he is 12 years ago. Really consistent, still kicks everything over the post. So, um, yeah, great to see guys like that still involved. And, um, yeah, and hopefully we'll see them um, obviously not this test match, but hopefully in the last one, one of them can be involved. But um, yeah, I think incredible to, to see guys 12 years later, um, you know, playing against the Lions again. Does the hunger still drive for you to represent your country, Rian? No, no, I made my decision. I'm done 2015 after the World Cup. I was happy that that was it. So, um, so now I'm still, I'm just like everyone else, I have a massive supporter, really hope the guys do well. So, um, so now I'm also glued in front of the television every time they play and you know, hope that they do the country proud. Brilliant. On a separate note, your time in Belfast, really interesting for me as an Ulster fan for 31 years. I know you loved it. Can you tell us a wee bit about it? Um, yeah, yes, I, I don't have any bad words to say about the place and we still uh, talk about it on a weekly basis. We really do miss Belfast and we we do feel like we'll be back there one day, so um, uh, we've still got a place over there. Um, so we we definitely feel like we'll be back in Belfast one day. But we just thought it was time to come back and spend a little bit time with more time with the family. But um, no, I had an incredible time. Didn't know what to expect the day I arrived there. I remember David Humphreys drove me to the stadium to meet everyone the the morning after I arrived and. Um, and my wife came along and I was like, what did we get ourselves into? Because back then, Ravenhill wasn't the most spectacular um, rugby fields in the world. Um, and it was cold and miserable. And I thought, oh, man. Um, but then my first game playing there, it's like there's 60,000 people in the stadium. Um, just fell in love with the place straight away. The people is incredible. Um, made us feel so welcome and just always willing to help. Um, the kids were born there, so now we've got a close bond to Ulster. And um, yeah, like I said, we definitely feel like we'll be back in Belfast one day. I was there watching a couple of finals, but 2012 final, obviously against Leinster at Twickenham, wasn't the result you wanted. But they yeah. must be memories that last 
forever real. Yeah, definitely. I think no one expected us. I don't even know if we expected to get that far. And, and yeah, it is to say, but I don't think many teams would have beaten Leinster that year. They were just too good on the day. And even that old tournament, they, they had a brilliant team. But I think it was so nice playing at Twickenham, which is at one of my favourite stadiums, and two Irish teams. And I think all the fans from Leinster and Ulster got along nicely, supported their team. But they were proud of the fact that two teams from their country made made the final. So, um, yeah, we had a great season. Obviously, the, the build-up to that, beating Munster at Thoman Park. Um, um, then the final, at the, or the semi-final at the Viva against Edinburgh. I think that whole campaign was just really special. And, yeah, I have fond memories of, of, of that season, yes. And you touched on it there. You said you welcome back to Belfast. Obviously, you can't tell me, but <laughs> would a coaching yeah. role in Ulster be of interest to you, Ron? Yeah, definitely. Um, I'll finish my, my playing days and I'll, I'll probably, um, we'll see next year how the body feels. I'm signing up here at the Cheetahs till October next year, then we'll see what happens. But um, I would love to do my coaching levels and yeah, if an opportunity like that comes, I'll definitely be uh, yeah, willing to look at that. I think my, my kids still two years after we left, they still miss Belfast as well. And they talk about their friends and my wife, if I tell her tomorrow, listen, let's go back. She'll be on the first one on the plane. So, and I don't think it's often that you get that where your whole family is so crazy about a place. So, um, so yeah, I'll, I'll definitely, hopefully get my coaching levels done and then we'll see if an opportunity like that comes, um, we'll definitely look at it. Yes. So um, now if I miss Ulster, it's a special place. I still, watch the games whenever I can. So, uh, yeah, we'll, we'll definitely look at that. Finally, that's great to hear from an Ulster fan, Rion. Where will you be watching the second test and the third test the following weekend? And will you be, do you watch it jumping out of your seat or are you very relaxed, Rion? No, I do get nervous. I think, like like I said, I'm a, I'm a fan now, like the rest of, 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 the, of the public out there. Um, do you get nervous? Do you get angry with the ref if, if calls don't go your way? Um, so, yeah, I think I'm like every every passionate supporter watching a game on a Saturday. So I'll be at home with, with friends probably um, watching the game. And, um, yeah, really looking forward to it, I must say. It's been an interesting build-up to the second test. Um, so I'm sure we'll, we'll, uh, we won't be disappointed. Rian, it's been a pleasure and thanks so much for coming on to the podcast. Yeah, anytime. Thank you so much for having me. Appreciate it. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.